Hey, how you guys doing? It's the Brothers comment about Marvel Hacks. Oh, uh, it's the Hawkeye edition, bro. Bro, we're going to be talking about Hawkeye, all three issues from Disney+. Plus. Uh, we got a lot of other things to talk about, too, and some nerdly news from the week. On the line tonight, I have uh, two favorite Marvel Hacks on the line. Oh, man, I almost said it. I almost said Sandman. Shout out, Sandman. Uh, it's Brother Beavis. Brother Beavis, what's going on, man? He's here with us when you even want to use the video. That's right. Check it out, yo. I'm wearing my own T-shirt. Got my own background. <laughs> with the Agents of Shield logo, by the way, uh, looking much different than mine. I was on YouTube. Uh, since the bill is red, I was, I was lightweight. Tempted to put some MAGA stuff on it. Just, yeah, don't do that. Right, yeah, I, can't. I can't. I can't. Like, it's like, oh, that would be funny. It's like, no, it's no, it's not funny. That's not a joking matter. Come on now. Mm-mm. Make Avengers yeah. great again? Yeah. Oh, God. Very <laughs> yeah, good. Make MX, MXGA, maybe. I don't there know. Maybe. Awesome. Touch, or MMGA. Uh, make Marvel great again. How about that? Yeah, that'd be yeah. nice. Yeah, especially the comics. Uh, also on the line is Big Hutch with the Shang Chi uh, background with a dragon there. What's going on, man? Well, yes, he. Well, yes. Uh, hello, everybody. Yes, I think actually between the last time we recorded, I think Brother Beavis gave his review of that movie. But I think mm-hmm. I've seen it since then, and then Hutch saw it as well. I'll give my thirty oh, second. Oh review. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'll true. Give my thir- yeah, I'll give my thirty second review. That's I. A I I G H T. It was all right. I mean, you know, I didn't have any real problems with it. It was it. It was all right. It was a third tier character in a movie Four. that was created for a third tier character, and I have no problem Four. with it. So that's it. Hush, go ahead. Yes, uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, it was okay. I I mean, it was. It didn't take itself too seriously. That's for sure. Oh, no, I, I did like the Mandarin one. He was cool. Granted, yes, he was named after. Wait, the which Mandarin? Uh, uh, the uh, <laughs> the, the quote-unquote real one. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. The, well, Ben Kingsley. I guess that was their way of trying to make up for that mess. But yeah. whatever. Yeah, it was art. Right. It was okay. It did what it had to do. Um. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, I would say like the ambiguous nature of the Ten Rings powers is, mm. you know, that could use some work. But yeah, yeah I mean, it, thank goodness it wasn't ten rings on his finger. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, but also the Ben Kingsley part. Just think about it if they had brought him back without the little sidekicky thing. Like it, it probably would have had a little bit more weight to it. I mean, he didn't need Wilson to fucking ball. So, um, I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, it was what it was. It'll turn into, I mean, I don't Another think it's going to be a sequel. I don't think it'll be a sequel or anything like that, but it's obviously going to get tied into something later on. I don't think there's no kidding. I ain't saying did, never. What, never. What, wasn't there, did, wasn't there, did it say there'd be another thing at the end of the movie? Oh, did they have one of those? I swear, I to, I swear to well, God. Well, they, they, there was a spoiler that his sister has taken over the Ten Rings organization. So. Oh, okay. Right. Well, I, not a spoiler. I'm sorry, a trailer. Yeah. In the in the in the post credit sequence, one yeah. of them was one of, one the, of the, the sequence where they talked to random people who had been in previous movies mm. and said stuff. I was yeah. like, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, hey. yeah. <laughs> that yeah. won't be won't be in other movies either. Yeah. A couple of them. Well, yeah. The triad. It, I mean, it seems like a Disney Plus thing. Like once it gets back to wherever you know, it's you know the 
sequel of that, of like a Disney Plus thing. But who, who the hell knows? All right. Let's set the show after that. Uh, so we had that review. We got some news and notes on Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home, and ticket sales. Uh, there's an Ant-Man 3 spoiler that popped, dropped today. Uh, we're going to do Ant-Man What You're Watching. 3. Yes. And then we're going to do, um, you know, the review for Hawkeye, bro. Uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that episode by episode. But before we get into all of that, what you watching? Have you watched anything besides Hawkeye? You know, Brother Beavis, you've been watching anything? It can be from the nerdly world, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, so I think probably two things of significance. I um, I have been watching the Sherlock BBC show, uh, which is where Bene- Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. rose to power. Rose to ultimate power. <laughs> um, which, you know, I, I think a lot of the... Um, Arthur Conan Doyle, Sherlock stuff is kind of hard to engage with. The show is really good, and I think they do a good job of kind of conveying Sherlock that he exists on kind of a different plane as everybody else. And <laughs> that dude, Martin Freeman, or is that his name? Martin Freeman, the the dude, the 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 guy that plays Watson, which is the CIA agent from Black Panther. That guy, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that dude. He's so good yeah. in all mm-hmm. his stuff. So. I've been watching that. I watched a couple episodes of um, Game uh, Wheel of Time, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's fine. It's not the book, but it's it's okay. It's a little it's it's kind of WB, um, mm-hmm. but it's not as bad as the Shannara series that was on MTV. Oh I'm yeah, that, that was yeah that was. So I got to sort of refocus and get into that. And it's been raised, it's been brought to my attention that I have not uh, maintained my due diligence on Doom Patrol, which is a show that I like. I need to get okay. back into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, Hawkeye. And then also, I haven't started watching this, but um, uh, what the fuck is it called? Something of the 25 cent. The, um, oh yeah. All right, I'll throw that in the corner. Um, <laughs> God, what's the Will Rob Danger Will Robinson show? Lost in Space. Lost in Space. Season three on Netflix just came out. If oh, you okay. have not seen that, that that is a great show. Really? That original show sucks. Oh, yeah. That was the show where you <laughs> got the done movies, with the paper the out and sucked. turned it on because there was nothing else out, and you had to watch <laughs> that shit, and it was awful. The yeah. Netflix show is great. Um, okay. Uh, but wow. season three just came out. I want to watch that. I I'm so messed up by that '60s TV show. I cannot fuck with it at all. Man, I can't mess with. It. I, every time I see, it, and then there was one there, a terrible movie with Joey. There was oh yeah, yeah. yes, yeah. yes, and, and yes. Uh, what? Yeah, you have every reason to have run from that, <laughs> given every possible opportunity. Mm, um, but the the Netflix show is really good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, oh yeah. The, Tom Cruise's first wife, what's her name? Mimi, Mini Driver. Mimi Rogers. Rogers, Rogers, yeah. Rogers yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, what? Wait, William Hurts, I think, in that too. Right? Oh, yeah. In the first yeah. Lost in Space. Yeah. And isn't uh, a Brendan Fraser? Any in there too? No, but there's somebody else. I thought it was. Brandon Fraser? If only there was a repository of all the knowledge on Earth that was in a poorly, <laughs> poorly maintained. Um, that has got to be yeah. like what nineteen ninety six seven, and and you know the the sixty show hadn't like scared me off of that, and um, yeah, Heather Graham was the other. Yeah, oh. that was what I was looking for. Well, she that's a positive. 
Yeah, that's a problem. Uh, Lacey, Ch- Lacey Chabert. No. Oh, Lacey Chabert's in that? Well, she had to be a kid then. Yeah. Yeah, she's kind of a smoke show now. She's on every single one of them Hallmark Disney movies or Hallmark yeah. Christmas movies. Though. It's absolutely but, but um, yeah, the show's really good. And this is the last season. Uh, you know, if you're into that, I would. it's it's worth a watch. Okay. But yeah. I haven't got it in season three yet. Alright. Hutch, what you watching, man? There's gotta be some anime in here somewhere. I can feel it coming. Oh yeah, I'm watching uh <laughs> what am I watching? Really? I'm actually I guess I'm watching I'm trying to get all these Marvel movies to uh, that we keep uh, reviewing. <laughs> so that's what I've been watching. Okay. Uh I have been watching uh I watched oh god, what's it called? Um I wrote it down. What's that movie called? Uh, Injustice, the animated movie for DC. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, my kid plays the video game. Um, and I think I'd read the books back in the day when my kid, well, when my son was in the comic books. And um, you know, so I, I was like, oh, you know what? I, just, I don't know where she was. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and watch this movie because I'd heard it was actually pretty good. And it, it really kind of holds true to the uh, to the video game. You know, Superman goes nuts after Lois Lane gets killed. And, Joker, you know, he so. just becomes, yeah, he just becomes, you know, like, you know what? Ain't nobody going to be bad anymore because if you're bad, I'm going to kill you. Right. And then just, you know, and Batman kind of raises up a faction of like, hey, we're not these people. And, you know, it's okay. I mean, look, DC animation is great. And this is one of the good ones. They did freaking force feed us Damian Wayne in there. And that didn't help it. A definite loss of one full star of a rating review. Oh, beyond that. Fuck that dude, man. God, that's one of the worst characters ever created. He's the worst. Absolute worst. Um, so fuck. He's the worst. But yeah, so I, other than that, I, it was pretty good. And then I just restarted watching, um, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Um, you know, they take, you know, it took so many years off, you know, after like season three or four and it didn't come back for like seven years. And then it came back and has been on, you know, fairly consistently the last five years. And I mean, it's just, as my kids call it, what that's the screaming show because essentially everybody's just screaming all the time, but it's so damn funny. It's so well written. I, I mean, you know, all their lives. Yeah. Too? A lot of it's ad lib too, which is amazing, you know. So I, I, I started watching that show at one point and, and I, I really enjoy the humor and, and that's like, it's, it's kind of right up my alley, but at the time I was watching it, like the way I interpreted the shows is like, it's this guy who's constantly <laughs> stuck under like a mountain of problems that he's created. Yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> and it was like, yeah. ah, that's, that's too close. I need to, yeah. I, I, I can't, <laughs> I'm at a place right now where I can't, yeah. I can't appreciate that. I need to step away. So there will come a time where I, you know, I get my popcorn and my yes. my sip, my soda, and I just yeah. I, I churn through that. I, I appreciate it, but I now's not the time. I watch it like um uh like a black person watching a horror movie because every <laughs> time he gets into a situation, he's like don't do it, no, don't do it. Oh no, don't go in there. Don't say what you're gonna say. That's basically how it is. I mean, it's just it's just such a funny show. But yeah, that's that's basically what I've been watching. All right, let's get into this news and notes here. Um, I got it up first here is um, Ant-Man. 
Uh, there was a little bit of a, a teaser spoiler today, I guess, on one of the close of production shots. I think I can share a screen here. I don't know if I even close oh, that. There, go, there goes the money. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, damn. Uh, Gotta keep working, yo. All right. Damn. Well, there it is. Damn. So there was this shot here, if it's still here. Ant-Man. Oh, where'd it go? It was here earlier. We gave you you a 20-minute lead-up to this. No, man. What the heck happened to this thing? Dog it. Updated the site. They strolled in like a thousand pop-up ads. You got on it. Yeah, there you go. Right here we go. Oh, the other thing I've been watching, I I started watching uh, Cowboy Bebop. The live action. Oh, yes. And... Yeah. I'm not. I'm not like a real. That's. I'm not a religious fanatic on that. Um, mm, I enjoy I the the anime, but I, I. You know, I'm not like. I'm not dissecting it. I really enjoyed the first episode, and I got into the second one. I I like it a lot, but I'm not. I'm not a, a purist. You're not a purist, a devotee, yeah. a, a, a disciple, a fanatic. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah, What'd you I, think, Kush? I watched I watched the first ten minutes. I tried to watch I tried to watch it like what Black Friday last week. Mm-hmm. And why, I was gotta, like, why is it gonna be black? Oh, yeah. oh, well it was. Anyway. <laughs> like everything. And I like I watched the first fifteen minutes. It was it was all right. I'm I, I do love my cowboy bebop. I do. Yeah. That's my that might be my best anime of all time now. But whatever. I, I think I think you have to like the the primary complaint is like um you know that it's not you know that 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 it's it tr- it includes like elements of the show but it's not enough i don't know it's to me it's like it's not good enough for purists um but i i think it's a great i think it's a fun show to watch and i think they they captured a lot of elements of it like how do you make a live action anime how do you translate anime to uh, the actual show. I I yeah, think they they got a lot of things good. Yeah. And again, Jet Jet's pretty awesome. I don't know if well, he, he was I don't know if he was in yeah, he was in the first fifteen minutes. Oh you know, oh definitely in the first fifteen. Yeah, Jet is almost a direct translation other than they darkened his skin. Obviously. They darkened him up. Yeah, but he sat yeah, he yeah, he's same perfect. like yeah. When they said when they started talking about the show fifteen or Five years ago, four years ago, <laughs> the, part where the producers like, uh, "I'll be right, over here." Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I was, go get I was like, yeah, "They're going to make Jet Black black." There was no doubt about that. And mm-hmm. yes, mate. Yeah. So I like I like the first fifteen minutes. I have to watch the rest of it. We'll see what happens. Okay, you nerds finished. Yeesh. I think so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, anyway, the, yeah, ain't that the pot calling the kettle? That's really it, and me trying. We're to not his kind of thing. nerd. Right. Yeah, nerd enough. So anyway, at the rap party uh, for Ant Man uh, Three, Quantum Mania is that what that's really called? That sucks. Um, it's very close to Hulkamania and fuck Hulk Hogan. Um, so you see this rap picture here, and you see Ant Man's helmet all busted up. Again, if you're on the YouTube channel, and then in that frame there, you see Kang. Kang, yeah. Yeah. So my questions on here say, well, the green goblin. Okay. Yeah. 
I mean, this is not a surprise. He's long been rumored to be the villain or antagonist. He's obviously sort of introduced at the end of Loki. Um, so no real surprise. So are you excited or do you have a Sandman level of hate and trepidation about Kang? Sandman. <laughs> Brother Beaver. Are, are you saying you have a Sandman level of hate? Yes. Okay. Brother Beaver. Sandman. So. Oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah. Kang. Uh, Maybe if you don't remember this, I'll I'll fill you in. But uh, you know, around I don't know, maybe seven fifteen a.m. on the day that that episode six of Loki showed. Producer, do you remember the text that I, I sent don't. you? I don't. It was along the lines of Sandman going to have to walk back all that Kang hate. <laughs> Because I had just watched the last episode of Loki. And in fact, just yesterday, (laughs) somebody told me, I started watching Loki. I can't remember if I got through it or whatever. What do you think? And I was like, uh, you know, I wasn't looking forward to it. I was curious, but not like really excited about it going into it. And it was fine. There was good world building. It sort of meandered. But at the end, oh, my God. So. I didn't have Kang hate. I mean, he's fine. He's a green and purple. You have to be green and purple because the heroes were blue and red mm. and the villains were green and purple when he came out. So he does have thigh high booties. He yes. does have like <laughs> the kind of squirrel wings on his side. He does have a weird helmet. Yeah. He's, um, he's, he's a bishop's daddy. Yeah, he, and he's kind of like, He's probably like Triple H, like he could have a belt, but he was like he was the guy that like fought, you know, like he he was the the guy who wrestled the champions, not necessarily mm-hmm. a champion. Yeah. He was not a top tier villain, but he was like the guy who wrestled the top tier villain, and not just the 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 beast they roll in the squash Hulk Hogan. So I don't, I, I guess <laughs> this is all, uh, uh, fuck you Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is a long way to say like I'm not predisposed against him, mm-hmm. but the depiction of he who remains, I am on board 100%. Yes. And yeah. I don't, the, the thing that I'm most interested in is how does that, that, that whimsical character, <laughs> that self-loathing character <laughs> who hated himself as much as he loved himself because he knew what he could become. And mm-hmm. killed the other side. Oh my God. That was so awesome. Yeah. How does that translate into Kang? And if, if if Kang normalizes him and makes him just the conqueror, that that would be my one concern. Mm-hmm. But it, at this point, Kevin Feige is in number two, and in Jonathan Majors, I trust. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I, I I mean, everybody remembers that scene, and then all the alleged Easter eggs where you know the world gets cracked open when yeah, that dude. happens. You know, I mean, all of that stuff. I mean, which I think is probably going to be a direct tie into Spider-Man, which we're about to segue into here as well. I mean, I'm 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 down. I don't hate Kang. I think, you know, a, a lot of times the comic book is going to get into this tonight. The freaking movie can redeem the comic book character. It can go too far. We're looking at you, Tony Stark. But 
you know, in a certain instances, it can actually make that character a little bit more interesting in, you know, in a 3D fashion as opposed to 2D. So like, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with it. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. All right. Sorry, Sandman. You're going to have to walk it all back. All right. <coughs> Speaking of which, we segue into Spider-Man No Way Home uh, opening up on December the 17th. Uh, I got my ticket, y'all. Uh, there was news out there that it is broke the pandemic record. It sold 35 million dollars worth of pre-sale tickets. Uh, I wanted to see it Thursday, you know, on the preview night, but the, my local theater wasn't showing it on Thursday, so I have to wait till Friday evening. All that being said, um, <laughs> have you gotten your ticket? And the second question is, um, have you gotten your booster because an Omicron might be sitting next to you as well? Mm. Huh. <laughs> I'll answer my question. No and no. Mm. Yeah. Brother Beavis, you, you said you were right before we started your thing about getting your ticket. So I am I am coordinating in real time <laughs> okay. with my nerd adjacent neighbor. <laughs> okay. Um to uh literally nerd adjacent neighbor to get mm. our tickets. Um and I have my booster scheduled for the 13th. Yeah, I have my booster scheduled for Saturday. So and I don't know if I don't know if that probably I don't know if that's going to kick in before the 17th. But <laughs> exactly. yeah, I, I'll wear, you know, I mean, this this is the one like where if if I would be if I had gone back to the theater prior to now, it would have been just to go back to the theater, which is not a value to me. Yeah. And this movie, like, this is, this movie is motivating where I'm going to theater to see this movie. And in one sense, it's because I want us to be able to talk about it. And, uh, in another sense, I, I think, you know, I don't think we've been shown everything that this movie is. I think this movie has gone through, you know, to figure out who all is going to play in and, and what we've been shown in the, tra- in the trailers and things like this. Right. You know, yeah. I don't, I don't think we've been shown what this is and, and maybe by the time we see it, we all, we had it all figured out, whatever. Yeah. But so I, you know, I don't get excited about anything, but you know, I'm looking forward to this and I'm, I'm going to make arrangements. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Well, we're definitely, you know, all going for, you know, crew tech to go and see it in the movie theater. I think all of them have actually been, maybe my son hadn't been in the movie theater, uh, since this broke out, but, uh, the others have, uh oh. Went dark there. No, I'm and, good. I'll be right back. Uh, okay, so it's. I mean, I'm. I, you know, but I'm really even not that excited about the movie. Like, I'm just like, you know, hush. It, it's, I, I like the far the home movies way more than you do, but this one for some reason, I don't know. I just haven't really gotten that excited about. It. And I know you're not. Oh, I'm not. Um, yeah, I'm. I, yeah. I'm not, but I, I mean, I, I did, for what the previews I saw, it looks like there's going to be everybody, all the villains come back, which I do mm-hmm. kind of like. That's, I always love the Sinister Six or all yeah. those bad guys. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm almost sure there'll be another spider person showing up in this movie. Yeah, that seems like a given at this point. Yeah, yeah. As much so, as they tried to hide it. Right. There'll be, and I think there'll be female. So we'll see what happens. So I, I only became attuned to this Brothers Comics, Brothers Comics apathy towards Spider-Man like the last time we were on. Well, um, it's more that guy. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, but even me. even you, producer, you were like, man, I only go see it because my kid, I like right? The, I like the first two. No, the first two I was fine with. It's just this one. I don't know. It just hasn't grabbed me. Okay. I mean, like, I don't think that the previous two movies have been universally good, but I think they've had great moments. I think that the vulture reveal that that mm. the sequence once he becomes the vulture and the the Spider Man buried under the rubble. In mm-hmm. you know yeah, in the yeah, first yeah, movie, the I think those are great yeah. scenes. Yeah. I think the once once Mysterio gets him in the where in not the warehouse but the building that that CGI sequence where oh yeah that's amazing Mysterio fucks with him that oh my god that's, that's amazing. amazing. So mm-hmm. I don't look at any of I don't look at either of those movies as great end to end, but they've gotten parts of it so right. And yeah. um, I I honestly I look at this I look at this if it if it draws every all the Spider-Man stuff under one umbrella, I think there's value to that, even if it's fan service. Mm-hmm. If they get Miles and Spider-Gwen, if they, you know, if they expand the Pantheon and create options for the MCU going forward, I think that's really that should be the goal. And if they can and even to set up the Sinister Six, if they if if that's the goal, then I'm okay with that. As mm-hmm. you know, it's as long as it's not just uh Cameo, you know, because like Amazing Spider-Man sequence was like cameos to tease stuff. Right. You know, I don't yeah. want that, but if they can actually introduce them and make them meaningful, and then have them in the in the um, in the pantheon going forward, I'm, that that's great as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and the uh, news broke this week also that I guess Holland, Sony, and Disney signed on for another trilogy, a college-based level trilogy with Tom Holland. Uh, as Spider-Man. So there'll be a, an additional three movies, um, you know, with Tom Holland in them. Uh, so I mean, uh, I don't know. I just, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I just, it would be, I, I, call, I would call it apathy just for this one, but I don't, I, the other ones I was, you know, way hyped up for because again, well, one of my kids was into it, but like, you know, the, I like Spider-Man. The funny thing here is like, so comics inherently has the age issue. And they've leaned so hard into the Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Tom Holland is a young mm-hmm. kid. Yeah. Can you can you have him go to college and then <laughs> and Good then girl. he's just a he's just yeah. a, a regular teammate of the Avengers? Yeah. I mean, they got to break that kid mold, and it's going to be just as hard in a sequel. Even though the movies occur over time, it's going to be just as hard in the movies as in the comics. Yeah, yeah. I mean, works better. Oh, as long as Aunt May is still in it, that's all that matters. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as Aunt May is still there, I all heard right. some bad stuff about that. Oh no! Shh. Don't, don't, man, don't do this to me, bro. Speaking of bros, let's get into Hawkeye, y'all. All right, so I got a couple of questions before we get into this. Uh, you know, the trailer <laughs> came out. We were like, oh, okay. You know, I don't. Th- okay, let, let me actually let me state it at the top. My note here says. I think we all love like Hawkeye, the comic book character. Would that be fair? Love like mm-hmm. the comic book character, Hawkeye. Love like old school, old yeah. school. I, 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 I like the old school. Yeah, from like whatever from the eighties no, yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm talking like kind of through, like anything post first Thunderbolts. I don't know anything yeah. about that anyway. Yeah, but, like yeah, up to Thunderbolts, Hawkeye. I think we all love like. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I got a call back to one of the greatest brothers comics podcast of all time. <laughs> oh, it's all of them. 
There's a secret. There, there's a, a an image from the Secret Wars that sticks with me. Like Hawkeye eventually runs out of trick arrows and has to like whittle his own arrows. And just I have this. I, the, there's a a panel ingrained in my in my head where like pile driver from the Wrecking Crew is like, "What's up, yo?" And he like shoots him point blank with the bow and sticks yeah. an arrow in the powder. I was like, like limps off like a, like a <laughs> sick kitten. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I like, I, I'm willing to be, uh, I'm willing for you to assert that I like love. Love from, like, I mean, okay. Hawkeye. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh God, if you're watching on YouTube. Um, okay. So that's fine. Okay. But fill in the blank of this sentence. MCU Hawkeye had a great debut, but then the rest of his career has been MCU Hawkeye. So MCU Hawkeye had a great debut in Thor. Like, I, I mean, I popped for sure, you know, when they kind of referenced him up there. You didn't pop for that? Come on. You didn't pop for Hawkeye in Thor? That's not I a popped. great debut. Oh, come on. I popped for him. Like, just the Number idea one, that there was a Hawkeye. They, they, like, spliced that in after the movie was made. I think, yeah. <laughs> they don't really call him anything. Yeah. It, 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 it was, like, it was so very, very clearly a sequence of scenes that were patched onto a movie that was already made. That was a oh, disconnect for me. Right. And then he immediately gets punked in Avengers. Yeah, and then once he finally does get his story, it deviates from everything we know about the character. And not mm-hmm. that it's necessarily bad, but it's just they just turfed every possible existing Hawkeye story. And then they write him out of the book and then they do some Ronin bullshit. And then here we are. <laughs> and here we are. That, that, okay. Right. That's he pretty much. So y'all, it okay. So MCU version of Hawkeye, not a huge fan of that. <sighs> yeah. I think that's, we're all fair of that. Okay. So. I mean, it seemed like it was set up that he was going to die in Age of Ultron, and then they swerved us at the end there. Would have made sense. You know, they gave him this freaking family in Age of Ultron that Brother Reeves was talking about. Like, like, wait, where the hell did this come from? We weren't even thinking about this. And then, you know, they put him on the raft, and he didn't show back up till Civil War and whatever. Like, you know, it's not like he's been a main character in this whole thing. All right. So, And I would also like to add that what I'm most upset about is the MCU makes me rail against the inclusion of Linda Cardellini. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like they betrayed me in a major way in that regard. Yeah, duly noted. <laughs> but this TV show is based on the Matt Faction 2012 fractions. All right. I keep saying that. Uh, I do. I screwed up too. I was, yeah. I saw the credits. I was like, let me, let me try and, let me yeah. try and zero in on this so I never do this again. Frankly. Yeah, it, so that's 2012. At that point, they had ch- really much kind of turned him into like a joke character. Archie. Yeah, it, it, those books read exactly like an Archie comic book. Absolutely, which I'm a huge fan of, as we all know. But it's not the character that we know, grew up with, like, loved, or whatever. So, Wait, are you saying that? Leading up to the Matt Fraction series, he was Archie, or in the Matt Fraction series, and the, it was Archie. In the Matt Fraction series, it's very Archie-esque. Very From Archie. the artwork to the writing, it's very Dan Parent. Shout out Dan Parent. Okay, like, yeah, it's super Archie. Yeah. So, we get into these episodes then, essentially based on these books, kind of sort of, there's a couple of pure lifts from there, 
and we get into episode one. Now, I'll, you know, however you feel about the series going forward from this conversation, the opening sequence where we meet little Kate Bishop and her family and how that is tied into the attack on New York. I thought that was pretty freaking brilliant. What did y'all think of the opening scene? That was okay. I, that, 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 how they all ties in and how, you know, her, her family and her issues. And, and then all of a sudden the world changes around her and she looks out and she sees that her, this person. Jatari. Yeah. <laughs> sees this person, you know, fighting this, fighting the evil or bad guys. Yeah, I can see that. That was kind of cool. It all tied. Well, I mean, yeah, I, it, go ahead, Brian. I could definitely see how, if you had no knowledge of the other five Avengers, that Hawkeye would clearly seem to be a superhero. <laughs> um, I will say, it, my tone is, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, spoiler alert, my tone is going to shift as we go through this. Noted. But Noted. I'll say that I didn't buy the dad. The dad seems to be a motivation. He didn't seem like, you know, eh. he, he gave yeah. up. Well, you got yeah, I mean, he, camera too, you know, his, his yeah, his alleged off camera death, which, mm-hmm. you know, that that could be a swerve, swerve. you know, he he's only better than the mom who's clearly depicted as not that great. Mm-hmm. But in and of himself, he's not depicted as great. Mm-hmm. And, and perhaps that is the motivation for um, for for Hawkeye to seem that for for Clint. To mm. seem that much better, and that maybe that's the story, right. but yeah, so but yeah, so there, there we okay. go. All right, well, I, mean, I thought that scene was cool because again, you're watching it and you're not really sure where this is going, you know, until the actual attack happens. So. As soon as they put up 2012, I'm like, okay, Avengers movie. Ah, uh, well, I didn't, I didn't pull that from there. I was just like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, so anyway, so we get through the um, the credit sequence, and what, this was going to come up later where we see after her dad dies in the funeral, and she's like, you know, I need a bow because she saw Hawkeye, which was kind of dumb, but um, you know, because she wants to protect anything, and you see like in the credit sequence where you know she's a world class gymnast, swordist, uh, archer, like she's you know did all of these types of things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's going to come up to when we get to the Mary Sue part of this portion of the podcast, but it's not really ready for it yet. All right. So Clint is there when they go to present time. He's in New York. He's there for the Rogers, the musical. Um, okay. So first thoughts. What's your thoughts on Rogers, the musical? I don't know if I tweeted this or I texted off. Y'all know they wrote a whole ass at least 30 years ago. 30. No, they probably wrote a whole 30 minute, probably bit set about that musical. That's not the only song they wrote for that thing. That's not the only thing they shot and choreographed. There's probably a good bit of a, a Rogers, the musical uh, freaking thing out there. And uh, I, I would probably watch it. No, (laughs) (laughs) they, they, I didn't, they, they really tried to make a musical about Captain America several decades ago. They did. I remember they did the, the Spider-Man that didn't work out because somebody I think died or got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So any thoughts on Rogers, the musical? Uh, this might've been a, a a test run for an actual, (laughs) Mm-hmm. Rogers the musical. That's what I would take from it. Mm-hmm. But but I I'll say like that's a that's a a very like that's a very credible extrapolation. And the fact that 
it's not reflective of, you know, the story is not reflective, but actually it's not reflective of how it actually went to the degree that Ant-Man was part of it. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. So that, you know, I found that, that the idea of a Rogers musical to being completely credible. Yes. And sure. it may go from fiction to nonfiction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I thought it was like, yeah, okay. but this is also one of the things about this show. It's like, it's like finding the tone like and I think they struggle with it a little bit, but I think where they get it right is where it should be. I think this is what we kind of talked about with some comic books that we've reviewed or maybe some TV shows. It's like, yeah, you know what? Clint should be fighting the tracksuit mafia MCU Clint. He should be, although it kind of goes away from something which I'll talk about in a little bit. But this is how it should be working. Like he shouldn't be fighting Thanos. You know, it, it like he like it. That's what I'm saying. Like the tone is right there, but I can see how somebody would be like, you know what? This is too, you know, they, they play on the line all the time. It's like, man, you didn't have to tell that joke and make it like a full fucking joke. You know, you could have kind of played it kind of closer to straight, but uh, yeah, whatever. All right. So yeah. So Kate's all that in a bit and a bag of chips. And so there's internet chatter with bunks, you know, comics gate freaking incels about they're all mad that Hawkeye is not the star of his own show. And can I, I would can I can I drop one because I know we're not gonna walk through this, but in the midst of the um the Hawkeye musical, there's a there's a bit and then another bit, and maybe this is where we're headed, that I think is amazing work. Mm-hmm. So when you bookend the whole Hawkeye's leaves the musical to go take a piss and the guy wants a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> Book, bookend that with he takes his family out to dinner mm-hmm. and the guy won't let him pay. And you see how he's equally uncomfortable in both of those situations. Mm-hmm. I thought that was absolutely masterful. Mm-hmm. It captures the degree to which he is doesn't in any way see himself on the same level as the rest of Avengers. Mm. I I thought that was, I thought that was amazing. Mm. Love that. And here's another thing. Uh, The actor, the real actor. um, Yes. He's the, and and he liked the, he's the second best male actor of that group. Easy, right? Mm. Behind Chris Evans. I'm, I'm put. I mean, uh, Robert Downey's the best. I would say. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I mean, he—he's <laughs> he definitely number. The rest of them are the blankers. I wouldn't watch them uh, do anything. Well, I mean, Jeremy yeah. Renner. So, so Jeremy Renner. I think rose to prominence with the Hurt Locker. Is that yes. right? Yeah, in the town, has in the in the town, the and was in the Mission Impossible franchise. Mm-hmm. You know, he has. And you he, know, he, he did a, a did a Jason Bourne, right? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, he did. Yeah, he did yeah, he did. Yeah, one of the prequels right. or whatever when they tried to reboot it. Right. So uh, probably from an actor perspective, you know, successful, credible. Uh, he uh, he draw he he draws mm-hmm. wrestling right. term mid card. Yeah, he puts asses in seat wrestling term. Fuck you, Hulk Hogan. Um, not the best guy, not the best person. I yes. don't really want to dwell on that, but <laughs> oh well, they're all yes. of them probably had some forty. Yeah, yes, uh, yeah. I, 
let's let's well, let's, some, one let's, up, one up let's side card that pick. for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah one up out a dick pick and tell mm. people to vote. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yikes. Let's, they, like, I yeah. think we okay. have to sidecar that for now. Sure. Um, we're not ignoring that, but but yeah, it, it's out there. I mean, just go on the internet, but not from your work computer. Um, <laughs> but my thought is, is that like there's all these people online now that are mad that Hawkeye is not the star of his own show. And before we started recording, I was like, I don't know that that's necessarily true. Like, I mean, as we get through these episodes, he is the prominent figure here. And Kate Bishop is definitely the, on the undercard or right. underling. Yeah, I mean, it, that's for sure. So mm-hmm. I don't understand that. And then there's all this talk of like, oh, well, she's, a, you know, comes in, she's like a great archer or whatever. But I mean, they literally show you in the credits that she went through all of this. Like, I mean, you know, this only happens to female characters for the most part. Whether it's like, oh, well, now this person's the great, the greatest person, you know, y'all's greatest Mary Sue of all time is Luke Skywalker, motherfuckers. So don't even start, you know, like, oh, he just happened to be very good at this shit. Like, oh, okay, but that's acceptable. But like uh, any female or black or any character like that, they can't be just good at shit. So, I mean, what the fuck? But I, yeah, that just kind of bothers me. But, but what bothers me the most, even if you believe in the idea of a Mary Sue, and I think it has some credibility in certain situations. Y'all didn't care about Hawkeye before, so why the fuck do you care now? Like, seriously. They didn't care. Nobody cared about Hawkeye in them Avengers movies. Nobody did. Nobody. And even not he even, not even Marvel. <laughs> exactly. Even he as the character would admit it. Like, yeah, I'm here. I'm fighting with some arrows and shit. Like, this is not, I mean, it was created as not a joke character, but close to a joke. So why are y'all upset about this now? It's just... Ah, I was that just didn't so, make any sense to me. I love I love the use of the credits to to convey that story because yeah. it doesn't eat up the runtime. Mm. And I I I staunchly I staunchly rebuke the Mary Jane um, Mary Sue supposition Mary Sue. Mary oh, I, and her too, Mary Jane. She, she's <laughs> on the list. The Mary yeah. Sue narrative because the. I don't know if this is part of Kate Bishop in the comics, but she's she's not portrayed as incredibly competent. She right. gets hurt all the time. She mm-hmm. makes terrible decisions. She mm-hmm. f's up big time. She has cuts and scars all over her. Yeah. I, I think that I think that aspect in and of itself breaks kind of breaks that narrative. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't buy that, and I don't think I'm. We're going to have a conversation about episode one and two. Mm. And, and I've said my tone is going to change. And I've, I feel like I've changed from my hate Hawkeye to there are aspects of the show I love. Season mm. three for me, or I'm sorry, episode three for me is a thing in and of itself, yes. which we're going to get there. Brilliant. But I don't, I don't feel like Kate Bishop is Ray. I feel like she's, we saw her put in the work. Yes. We've seen her make terrible decisions. Yeah. We've seen her living with consequences. We've seen her second guessing herself. That's not Mary Sue. Right. Yeah, it's just Hawkeye. double or his character is conflicted too. Right. It's just I, it just that narrative always bothers me when people don't even care about a character and then like, Oh, now the female character Ray is here now. We, oh, well, we hate it, you know, because it's a girl. Um, all right. So Kate's grown up now. 
She's in college. She does dumb shit. Her mom is now engaged to a shady motherfucker, um, who we will talk about later with a Marvel card, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I seen it. I saw it. Yeah. Um, and then, so as she comes home from after messing up, she goes to this black tie affair that her mom is throwing for her security company or whatever. And she stumbles onto this, uh, black market sale thing where they're selling superhero stuff but the only one that we really see is the selling of the ronin blade and the ronin suit and you know uh shenanigans come about where she winds up having to get into the suit and make her escape out uh with the suit you know her soon-to-be uh stepfather was there his father was it his uncle and i think that was his uncle or whatever that was also there unclear yeah oh yeah unclear relative Uh, right uh right yeah. Uh, I subsequently read that you should assume that um, the relationship is distant enough that maybe inheritance is not an issue, or I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. know. Unclear what the what yeah. the. Well, she starts to get chased down by what we call the. Oh no! I'm sorry. Here. I'm sorry. He's a, like a. Is he a nephew or cousin? The supposition is that Armand the seventh. Yes, is oh, closer okay. to inheritance than than this guy. Than, than this, yeah, than yeah. The, almost called him by his name. And so we get this introduction of the tracksuit mafia, which is a direct lift from the comic book bro. as well. Yeah, yeah, bro. And you know, I mean, they're just flunkies. You know, kind of lower level flunkies that uh, apparently have a history with Hawkeyes. We'll get into this. And um, you know, as she's making her escape from them. Clint had saw on the television that somebody was running around in the Ronin suit, obviously a touchy subject for him. And <laughs> um, <laughs> so he finds her and episode one's end with him confronting her. Like, you know, what the hell are you doing? That's episode one. Again, we'll kind of review the whole thing as a whole. So let's jump into episode two. Um, Clint helps her. You know, they get back to her apartment. It's like, what the hell are you doing in this suit? The tracksuit bros, they follow them there. And her apartment winds up getting set on fire <laughs> with Molotov cocktails. And, 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 the, and the pizza place below it. Or, yeah. And or, they, they, yeah, they wind up having to leave there. And the suit winds up, you know, the Ronin suit winds up getting left inside there. So uh, there's something else, too, I wanted to bring up is this idea of Clint's hearing loss. You know, um, that's a not a trope but that's a common theme in the comic books like his early things right that he's that's a thing that's a thing in the comics that almost never gets dealt with Mm -hmm. and i think i want to talk about this again when we get to episode three Mm -hmm. because i think it i think that i'm 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 very satisfied with how they've dealt with this right yeah um so yeah. Oh, so yeah. So mom's new man is, um, I mean, we're just spoiling now. Okay. It's well, yeah, he's a, what, what a great. Well, that's one of the, there. that's one of the fun parts about these shows is like whenever they give you a proper name, like, let me go Google that. And cause they're <laughs> usually like five steps away from being yes. able to bring that character into the fold. It's like, Oh snap. That's that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the, it's the swordsman y'all. Yo, uh, I, I mean, talk about low level freaking crumb bumps. Just go shout out, uh, Sandman here. Uh, any, any swordsman stories as you can remember? I mean, he, he is in the realm of man. Captain America got some terrible villains and that one's even lower than that. 
and he's like in a very limited window too, right? But he's part of the man, the the mantis. Not the, is it mantis or the, the celestial? Or yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's mantis. Celestial he becomes Madonna doesn't he? He uh, dies and he becomes yeah. like he reanimated by the alien Kotati. Yes, that's the story. Right? Which right. and he becomes the sort of protector of, of, of mantis of, as she becomes the celestial, celestial Madonna, Madonna, which is yeah. which is another Marvel rape story, I think. Right. And then, and then the Katati is how Iron Fist comes back Something in the in like, the John Byrne Namor story, right? Gee, yeah. there yeah, you're you're reading right off of the script. Yeah, yeah. that's part. That's it. Yeah. Wow. yeah, he's got the sword, and you I, press I, I, the buttons, and fire shoots out. But he's also a carny. He was dead before the eighties, right? I don't think he made it to the. Oh 80s. yeah, oh yeah. I don't know if he got out of the sixties alive. I mean, he, he might. Yeah, I think he, he might not have survived Beatlemania. He might. <laughs> That's so sad. That's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> what a bull! <laughs> exactly. So we pulled up his Marvel card. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, it's about right. Um, yeah, that's about right. You, you know, got no body armor, so you're done. Yeah. yeah, he yeah he could beat up cops and Nightcrawler. So um, <laughs> oh, uh, I, think, I think Nightcrawler got him. Nightcrawler <laughs> no. might have a chance. I, Man, yeah, no, I, I'm, gonna, got, I'm gonna give Nightcrawler a shot. That's better shot. How better than me? Eighty health. That's pretty shitty. Um, so uh, yeah, it, okay. So the swordsman, but they at least introduced him in a way one that didn't spoil it who it was. You'd have to Google it and find out. But two. You know, introduce him as kind of a swarmy kind of. You know, he's evil. French but dick. You don't know why he's oh. evil. And it, I, so, you know, I think that they, the introduction was great. I'm gonna check this out, but um, so that's Tony Dalton. Is he related yes. to Timothy Dalton? Oh, I don't know. Nepotism? No. Did he just die? No, it does not appear to be the case. Oh, to our knowledge, because um, yeah, he's okay. Well, Timmy Dalton's still alive, ain't he? Oh, okay. I thought he died recently. Timmy right. Dalton's still alive? Right. I'm, not, I'm sorry, I'm be killing people. He, he I'm killing people. <laughs> Come on. Um, so Clint needs to get the Ronin suit back out. I mean, his career died. I mean, well, he never. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> no, he was. I mean, all... he, well, yeah, he, was, he, he never was... ascended the heights that he reached with the Flash Gordon movie. Oh, you know. Wow. Hey, hold on. He was on Chuck. So you stop that. He was right. James Bond, but I was trying to be funny. Right. Yeah, he was on Chuck. Chuck, Chuck recovered. Um, so Clint. Oh, actually, he, he was in. Um, he's seventy-five years old. Fuck. Timothy. Oh, Timothy Dalton's in Doom Patrol. What am yeah. I talking about? He's in a show. Oh, really? He's in a show. I still feel compelled to watch. I'm trash talking. <laughs> yeah. But he is definitely not Mexican, and Tony Dalton's Mexican. Oh, okay. And, yeah, I, I, I never and, heard of that dude. And I understand that I'm I'm saying that because Wikipedia says he's Mexican. He's <laughs> Noted from you. Know, yeah, we understand. You know yeah, saying. Wikipedia may be wrong. Um, so yeah, Clint needs to get the Ronin suit back. That's what his goal is. So he goes back Why? to her burnt out apartment. He goes back to her burnt out apartment, and the suit has been lifted by um one of the police officers. And then now here, here's the fire, inc- fire, fire fire department. Fire. Thank you. Here's the inconsistent part. Okay. So with Nat Black Widow or whatever, we know that she's Black Widow, that she was a spy, that she did all this shit, you know, reminds me of Budapest too. 
like all of this crazy stuff because they were top level spies in Shield. Still are to get that story though. You know what I mean? Like we, I mean, he's kind of like doing his world's greatest detective thing here, but not really. So I'm like, man, like they were both top level spies. She's depowered as well. Of course, she has like the suit and the stingers, but. Like, he doesn't get that, like, he, there's Black Widow, and he's clearly an underling in terms of um, how they view him and what they did, which is fine. But, like, you know, we don't, I mean, he was a top-level spy. Like, you could have given him a little bit more props, I guess. He, he's he got to be one of the one percenters in S.H.I.E.L.D., I would guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm think? pretty sure he's good at several uh, things with uh, projectiles. Good. Well, I mean... Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say, like, so in in terms of the spycraft, I mean, he might he might be the one percenters of Shield, but I think we're we shouldn't believe he's the equal of of Black Widow in that regard. Okay. He's just a solid agent who's also a marksman, right? And so he has training, but he doesn't. He's not at her level of espionage. Right. I think I think we should believe. It. I think that's her domain. But you don't think he can do covert operations? He can, but not to the degree that she can. But there is an homage to her in, I think, the tail end of of this episode. Yes. When when he, when he, it's the, what, the the snatch and grab? Catch and release. That's a callback to the start of the Avengers movie Mm -hmm. where they pull the head. He's just not wearing fuck me heels. (laughs) And dress. Um, So, before we get to that particular moment or whatever, we have to talk about how he gets the suit back. (laughs) I will say to you, and I said this to Hutch yesterday, the LARPing scene is one of the greatest things ever committed to television in the genre of comic books and comic book movies. His reaction to it is as natural as it would be to somebody that's like, are you really fucking serious? This is what y'all do. And him having to go through well, it, I thought was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. In, in, in the in real life world, <laughs> they would he he'd have been like, "Fuck it, it ain't worth yeah, it." Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> like what did he say? He was like, uh, uh, "I'm gonna real life punch you and take the suit. <laughs> I could, could pretend punch you and take it, or I'm gonna real life punch you and take this suit." Right? You know, I mean, and they have to have the battle and clink, clink, clink. I thought that was great. Like, and, er- I, and everybody knows who he is, and yet they mm. don't. Right. No, look at this. The, the current LARPer of this, the podcast is not happy. Go ahead. Yeah, LARP on, brother. LARP on, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hear you. You're LARPing you words. <laughs> this is for a fact. You have both just misidentified me. I am not a LARPer, <laughs> and I do not support LARPing, and I do not endorse a scene with LARPing that is used to make nerds look like nerds. Oh my. <laughs> that's fair. So that's that's my opening salvo. That so fair. what you, what, what you said about him, you know, his reaction and, and the things that's all fine. But I, <laughs> he got real serious. <laughs> yeah. And this is not the shift I was, I was casting to earlier. Shift like, X on the serious yeah. chart. Yeah. The, the problem I have is to generalize to 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 put LARP. This is like some fucking 
uh, that nerd show. And I'm so angry right now. I can't even remember what it's big called. Bang the show, yeah. This is some big bang theory bullshit. This is some let's distill all that stuff that we're, that we don't understand into something that makes them all look like jackasses and we can mm. make fun of. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking infuriating to me. Mm-hmm. That being said, as much as I like role playing games and board play, board games and strategy games, I am not. I do not support LARPing. Yes. Uh, but that being said, also, I went to a convention and happened to sit down and get some dinner. And there was a guy who sat across from me, and and I was like, "Hey, what are you here for?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, I play uh, Vampire the Masquerade, which is a LARPing game." And I was like. <laughs> let me let me swallow all of this and you know let me engage you with somebody who's out here and i i had a you know a conversation about what he liked about it and he was like you know i'm not i'm not there to wear a costume and things like that but so you know i respect aspects of it and mm-hmm. I, I and i respect you know if that's the thing that you put your energy into and and that's your creative outlet what bothers me is LARPing is such a it's such an easy thing to, to then reflect on. on everyone who has any interest in an arena. And right. so there was a cheap heat aspect of this that really, really bothers me. That being said, the things some of the things that you liked about Clint's interaction with the scene, I can appreciate that as well. Mm. But mm. there it no, is. I think it's consistent with the tone of the show. And the character, like at the Clint that we have been established and especially early in this series, that's exactly how he would have reacted to it. He's like, look, I have to do this because I have to, but this is obviously not something I want to do. I I thought that was, I just thought that was great. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, I'm, I'm a a gamer and I'm all these and I'm black and all this. What? Yeah. When I look at them larkers, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't mess. That's yeah. That is my third rail. That's the one thing I can't get into. Right. Yeah, yeah. and I and I do. I don't even remember the guy's name, but I talked. You know, I talked to a grown ass man mm-hmm. who plays a vampire live action role playing game, and I, I forced myself to go into that with an open mind, and 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 hear what he enjoyed about it, mm-hmm. and I can appreciate his perspective. And I would never, that's not for me, Right. but the, the thing that bothers, the thing that bothers me is that's just such an easy hammer to pick up and hit the rest of us with. Right. And, and again, and, 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 and that's your that, audience too, but yeah. Well, th- yeah, that one too, but also. You yeah. Know, this and yeah. And so don't act like anybody that's not watching the show in the nerd. It's also. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. It's like, right. You're right. You're, you're yeah. Believe me. LARPing is in that semicircle. Right. It's, unless it's probably fully engulfed by this semicircle. Yeah. So they wind up, um, he winds up getting the suit back, obviously. Um, and hold on. And then we get a, a, this thing with Kate, with Kate that's going on, which again, which is why I'm like, she's a, not uh, equal in this series quite yet. You know, she winds up having to go and have dinner with her mom and her new fiance where they wind up having this scene out where she, you know, she knows he's a little bit swarmy and, you know, they wind up having this thing, you know, where she, you know, fences against him and he's, you know, playing like he's really not that good at it when we all know that he's a 80 hit point, you know, swordsman. (laughs) 
And, uh, <laughs> and you know, and he finally like kind of parries her off like one time. You know, she's like, what are you lying about? Like, I know that you're, you know, you're freaking really good at this. You know, and he admits that he's lying. You know, oh, I was, you know, I was trying I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to hit mom, you. Yeah, that, that's Vera from Marga, man. She's like a very famous actress. Like, I, I didn't even know she was in hey, it. You, hey, you got to make money. Make, Disney, Disney is the only place putting out money. Uh-oh, we got a hand up. Go ahead. Uh, she's in um, Up in the Air, the George Clooney yes. movie. Oh, yes. That's that's great movie. Movie. I love that movie. I, that's a great oh, movie. I used to hate him so much. Mm-hmm. I love, love that movie so much. Oh, my God. I love that movie. Yeah, and she's and in she's it. She's great in that. Uh, that oh, movie. my God. That reveal is so good. He's so good. Oh, yeah. I love rub that it, movie. Rub it out. Yeah. Uh, we can talk about that other girl that's in that movie, too. Mm-hmm. She's fine as fuck. Sorry, she got some big ass teeth, but I'm okay with it. I can live with it. Um, anyway, all right. So <laughs> the sidekick girl, this the singing girl. Oh, uh, uh, for, uh, from uh, uh, what? Uh, what are those movies called? Uh, uh, oh God, what is her name? I can't remember what her name is. She's so tiny. Yeah, yeah, she's so tiny and so teethy. But yeah, yes. um, what's that? Look she's at that. Scott Pilgrim right saves versus is the she world. in that too? Yeah, she's oh. his sister. Mm-hmm. She was even younger then. Okay. It's pitch perfect. Yeah. Pitch, it's perfect. pitch perfect. There Thank you go. You. Thank you. Yes. And, oh, and, well, uh, and Haley Steinfeld's in that. That's the second one of that, I believe, actually. Anna. Anna. Aquin. No, Anna. Couple, <laughs> Anna. Anna. Not Anna. God damn. Well, so let's, can we pause? This, it would be disrespectful. I mean, we're not. Hendricks. I got it. Anna. Anna yeah. All right. Anna, yeah. Anna. We're not. I mean, it, we. We're old. We couldn't yes. pull it up. It's not yes. because we've diminished her as an individual. Yes, She's for great sure. for a number of different reasons and not just her appearance. Well, after Clint gets the suit, he goes to the train station to hide it in his locker, which makes sense, I guess. And he calls his Linda Cardinelli. Locker. Yeah. Oh. Um, and he calls Linda Cardinelli because we're just not going to call Mama. I can't call her anything else. We call Linda Cardinelli, who's as fine as the day is long. And, you know, she's like, so what are you going to do? And, you know, he tells us the tracksuit people. And she's like, oh, not these guys again. So there's obviously a history here. And he's like, oh, I'm going to do, I, I think, I thought he called it catch and release or something like that. Was yeah, yeah. One of Nat's, you know, favorites or whatever. So he gets himself caught. And, you know, he's trying to get all this information on them. Kate, after her, you know, sparring thing with the swordsman, she's like, you know, oh, I'm going to call. And again, another throwback that you're like, okay, so all the Avengers got flip phones. Like, is that because I think because maybe they're harder to trace? Uh, I don't I don't know. But, you know, he's got the flip phone. He gives, you know, his number to her in that flip phone as well. And, you know, she kind of tracks him down using the security system that her mom has. And, you know, as the bros have him captured and he's trying to get all this information, she drops in from the skylight, you know, no, Kate Bishop Ronan, bro. No, Kate Bishop. No, Kate Bishop Ronan, bro. And she drops through the ceiling like, oh, that's going to hurt. And then we get the introduction at the end of the episode with Echo. Anybody got any familiarity with Echo before this show? Because not I, sir. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, she was uh, introduced, I think, in the, the, again, that new Avengers sequence where um, you know, in the Spider Woman is the quadruple quintuple agent or whatever, and mm-hmm. she was you know affiliated with the Ronin identity. I think at one point she had adopted it. So yeah, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I I didn't know. Is she deaf in the comic books as well? Yes, that's okay. the thing. That's her thing. Okay. So yeah, so that's Echo. She's just getting a series on Disney Plus or whatever. So there's gonna be a face turn here. Uh, at some point in time, yeah. you can't announce a show for a villain on Disney Channel. That's just not going to work. And so, boom, that's the end of episode two. Rolling episode three, kind of picking up with Echo's origin story. You know, so she's deaf. She's in school. You know, the things that are going on with, you know, a deaf student, you know, not being able to see the teacher's lips or whatever. Again, somebody who works in an elementary or situation from previously. I mean, it is an issue. Like, you know, you really have to work with the teachers. Like, no, you can't turn your back to try, you know, to talk. Like, you really have to be facing forward almost at all times so they can read your lips or whatever. But anyway, so we get this, uh, you know, reveal story of her origin. Her dad is a part of the tracksuit. Okay, he's one of those, and the tracksuits wind up getting killed by Ronan. Go ahead. I was just say, like my as an opening salvo, this episode had me balling, and I ain't mm. talking about LeBron James. <laughs> balling. So yeah. I have a I have a, a a real tight relationship with my daughter, and so an episode about Echo mm. and her dad. And Hawkeye with his surrogate daughter who mm. has daddy issues. <laughs> yeah. Touching a touching moment there, here and there. This was this was this was good stuff. Yeah. There's there's good stuff here everywhere. Yeah. Right. And this whole that whole sequence, like if they had just made Clint has a hearing aid being a hook, mm-hmm. I think it would have been pretty lame. But oh my god, to see mm. this girl why are that you using that? Yeah. The experience that she has, you know, as a deaf child in a class, like you just said. And then when she asked her dad, I thought you I thought I was gonna be in a school with kids like me, which you could take in so many different directions. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that <laughs> yeah. Clint's gotta fight, you know, Clint's gotta fight martial artists and street level whatever's and cops and whatever. The care the the degree to which they build up a character in this opening sequence, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Again, it's just one of those things about where you know it's trying to find this tone, and it's so inconsistent at points in time because now it's going to turn into a full on comic book uh, show here in a minute, and in a good way, not necessarily in a bad way, but it turns out into a good way. And then we get this sort of reveal in here. I mean, we're not telling any tales out of school that, you know, I mean, if you read the books as well, you know, Kingpin's going to make an appearance here and it's going to be the Kingpin from we um, saw his hand, right? The Netflix. Yeah. From the Netflix show. And then I didn't, I was going to pull it. And then he tweeted, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, he tweeted something to the effect that I'm paraphrasing before it, it premiered. He's like, boy, I really love these shows. I wonder what we're going to see in it. So I mean, I mean, he, you know, everybody's like, he he loved the paycheck, but and he's you know, a great actor too. I love, yeah, I, no, I, I, I mean, oh, shit, you ain't, gonna, ain't nobody gonna tell me that he wasn't great in them freaking shows. I mean, he's the original great. Thor. Yes. Oh, <laughs> uh, and and but his full his full metal jacket. Yeah, his full metal jacket. Yeah, yeah, well, he's it, got it, his. Yeah. Oh, shit, oh but man. but that special, but his uh, Law and Order though. <laughs> yeah. A push. Well, well, he's he's the bug in the original Men in Black as well, right? Right. He is. Oh the yeah. Bug, yeah. He is the bug. Um, but but um, just so for, he was Thor in the Adventures of Babysitting. Yes, right. Right. That yeah. was too obscure for him. 
But and mm, over in the chat, was he section, was he also not the villain in uh uh Jennifer Lopez's The Cell movie? Was he not? Ooh. He he was he was the villain in one of them horrible movies. What you can't bring that movie up? Uh, <laughs> as 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 one of the worst movies ever committed to cinema. Go ahead, Hus. But yeah, yeah, in the chat section of our uh, podcast. I I pull up the limitation for Mr. Hawkeye or Clint Barton. Eighty mm. percent death. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I remember it's a thing in the freaking books. You know, I do remember that part of it. So, I mean, it's good that they brought it back. You know, like as a thing. Like I, you know, I, I thought that was actually kind of cool that they did. Yeah, that. He's great. He's yeah. great against a damn claw. Yeah. And I exactly. And I think you know, like I said, like. If they had just made that the thing, I don't feel like that would carry any weight. But the idea, and when she comes out and she sees him and she tries to engage him like he's hearing impaired, and he's like, I want more cookies or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, yeah, that's all I know. I only know yeah. a little bit here. I mean, yeah. that, if you read that, her lips there, too, she's just like, what the fuck are you using yeah. that for? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they I, I mean, I hope that anyone who's really close to Close to that subject matter feels satisfied, but I feel like they handle that so good. I think that was a great addition. Yeah. Well, her father gets killed because uh, he is a part of the tracksuits, and it's kind of hard to tell that. Like initially, I'm like, wait, what's going on? And then Ronan, you know, wastes all of them. She sees it, which is why she's got a hard on, you know, to get rid of Ronan. And so when he shows back up, that's why she winds up with the tracksuits tracking Clint down. Clint tells her that Ronan, you know, he's dead. You know, well, who killed him? Black Widow. Well, she's dead too. That's kind of convenient. And he's like, mm, yeah, I don't know. But then that's is when we break into this, what I would call a fairly solid 15 minutes of fight, chase, comic action. book kind of action and rate and lifted really right from the comic book as well. Um, where I, they- I also like when, um, you know, the, the, the tail end of episode two was, you know, when the, the tracksuit mafia dude comes in to say they're here and mm-hmm. he's trying to do like some mock uh, mm-hmm. sign language to her. And she's basically like, go away. Yeah. Like the, you know, the <laughs> hand gestures, but, yeah. but, you know, not necessarily uh, in ASL. And when she's like, what, when, and then when she's talking to her dad, when she's like, what does a dragon sound like? And it's like, yeah. you know, that, that idea of, how do you convey meaning? You know, how do you how do you convey that meaning without the words that go along with it? Again, I I just thought that was amazing. Yeah. So where we where we at? Oh, we're at the chase. So Clint yeah. gets loose, and you know, then we see him be a freaking badass, and it's like, okay, I mean, we're okay with it, I guess. Huh? It's right. Like, I mean, he's a badass. He breaks loose. He, and this is before he even gets the bow. He's like trying to make his escape. But then when he gets the bow, it's on like Donkey Kong. Right. Like, I mean, he's freaking shooting. I mean, first off, I'm thinking some of those people are dead. I know he <laughs> shot him in the shoulder, but them puncture wounds ain't stopping for sure. Like that probably. God, you not can live. Put, I don't put, know about that. Put some dude. back keen on it. Come on. Some yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you like that part of it where you got him to see uh, once again? Yes, Kate Bishop is fighting that Jon Snow looking motherfucker. Um, but it's just her against that dude. Like she's not doing anything else. He's taking on the entire rest of the crew and Echo at that point. Again, that's what I'm saying. Like, why are y'all talking about this? Ain't his show. 
This is yeah. his show. It won't be I, at the end. Guaranteed at the end, it won't be his show. I, I think right they're, now, I think they're, I think they're working 50 50 or very mm-hmm. close. There were the one there's one sequence where he like shoots some guy behind him blind, which I thought mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you don't need that. But yeah, other than that, like it was great. I mean, yeah. he was he was Hawkeye. He, he he was Hawkeye. He was fighting, and then when he got his bow, it was nobody stood a chance. The way he could pin people to the wall, you know, pin Deco to the wall, kind of mm-hmm. like two arrows to the side of it to the side of her neck, and yeah, it was great. And then then we get into the trick arrows, which we yeah. never seen before. Which is right. like now the question is like, well, where'd that come from? You you mm-hmm. quit, but did you did you think you were gonna get pulled back in? Mm-hmm. Did you make the arrows because you weren't you didn't feel like you measured up? And like where did the trick arrows come from? Right. Yeah, and this is a great like car chase scene or whatever. And I'm not a big fan of car chase scenes because you've really seen it all, you know, mm, pretty much after the, the CGI attack. was not great here. Yeah, no, there was I a agree. lot of yeah, there was yeah. a lot of scenes like, ooh, that well, looked awkward. Well, yeah. also when they're driving around in what is supposed to be New York, I'm like, that's Atlanta. A hundred percent sure. Like right. th- it was so oh. obvious. I'm like, oh, that is definitely Atlanta. Right. But two, um, oh, it was snowing in one section, and then it wasn't. That's another yeah. thing too. But well, I was like, well, I mean, after the Italian job, you being doing a car chasing, man. Like that was pretty much it for me. And so, totally. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's a good one too. So I'm like, that's okay, one. So they're just, you know, they're having a scene, and yeah, we get all the trick arrows. You know, it's. And that again, this scene is literally lifted from the comic book. And, you know, I mean, it's just like, except there's a naked woman in the car that Clint had sex with. By the way, there is in the comic book, uh, there is a kind of a sort of this illusion that they're going to like hook up like Clint. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah it's woman. very like kind of weird on the line. I don't know if they wind up doing that or whatever, but obviously we're not doing that fucking kind of show here. But, um, yeah, I mean, we get the trick arrows that we see, like, kind of through the whole thing, you know, and he's like, nope, that's dangerous. That's too dangerous. Nope, don't use that one. <laughs> no, like, we're good. And he keeps kind of pushing them off to the side, you know, and we get to see, you know, what the acid arrow, the suction arrow that comes back later in a bit. Um, what are we at? The, the Play-Doh? She called it Play-Doh, like the that arrow, which was kind of cool. And then um, a pin particle arrow, was that? Yeah, that's yeah, what we the last one. Where, you know, we got a pin particle where that was actually the one I didn't really like the most. Like it just that seemed kind of super hokey, you know, where the big arrow dropped down on them or whatever. That, but that's what you were talking about earlier. They're playing it for yucks. Yeah, I like the one where they it put out all the grapplers and they dragged a bunch of Christmas trees on the car. That was pretty yeah, fun. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I mean, that just I mean it, it was like it's a really good like kind of chase scene you know i mean it was really cool i thought i, mean, I thought again i thought it was pretty great um I, I i thought that part was great i thought that this episode overall was obviously the best of the bunch of them um so they escape and kind of get away and whatever and their side of it they're going to wind up going back to her house because they're trying to tie together this thing with um you know the swordsman with whatever's going on with the track suits there's a conversation between Echo and Jon Snow that um, she's like, look, you know, Ronan came back into this thing and you've gotten us all off. If Uncle yeah. finds out or whatever, me. yeah, it's going to be a problem. And she's like, you know, who's in charge here? You are. And that was it. 
you know, and she's walked out and that's, you know, get, get information on Barton is what she says, you know, so, you know, try to, you know, obviously it's going to bring his family into it at some point in time, but, you know, and that's pretty much it as we get to her Kate's house and, you know, they're trying to find all this information house mansion. Uh, they're trying to find all this information uh, on the computers that she's trying to use her mom's stuff. And then, you know, uh, swordsman gets the drop on Clint, you know, with the Ronin sword, you know, cut in credits. Well, you left out another scene that crushed me what, when, what? when Clint's youngest son calls. Oh yeah. That was rough. Man, and that was a great scene for Kate to, mm-hmm. to recognize the weakness of her hero mm-hmm. stand in, not bring it up. And just the performance yeah. that Haley Stanfield gives when she's helping him through that. It, yeah that was <laughs> that was ridiculous that was that was so good yeah I, I, and again look because Clint, he's tried to because clint's tried to just blow her off mm-hmm. and she's tried to worship him so much and for a scene where it breaks him down and builds her up and creates that connection that was wonderful that was amazing yeah no, I, I, this was by far the episode that had like the tones pretty much good for the whole way. And you start to wonder, like when I was at the end of it, I was like, how many more episodes of this do we got? Like Three. we only got a couple of days. Is it six episodes only? I think okay. so. Okay. So that, that's perfect. Because I was like, man, if we're getting to eight here and he's only got whatever, how many days to get back for Christmas, you know, I think playing <laughs> it like that almost as like, Hey, there's, you know, I had to be there in five days is what he told his kids. That was in episode one or two. So if that yeah. was to kind of like play out, like over, every time we go over this is going to get us to that end point, then that makes perfect sense because it, it gives it a little bit more sense of realism, whatever. But like, I, I mean, again, I thought the show was great. Uh, the episode three overall, you know, I thought, you know, I, I, I like it. It's I like it. I, I don't have any real issues with it, to be honest with you. You know, I just don't. Hunter, you're skeptical. Um, I mean, it's, I, I like said I like the Hawkeye from the from the eighties and the seventies and the sixties, and, and I like the one he was with the uh, with the uh, Thunderbolt. He mm-hmm. he's he's good, but he can also be he can walk the line a little bit as far as he was a sucker for love. Black Widow played him, and various women have played him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, he's alright. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing how they, again, all of these shows, all, most of these Disney Plus shows have started off really well and consistent and struggled sticking the landing. Um, so you kind of wonder if they, you know, again, this is all COVID sh- shooting. So, you know, everything was altered in some way, somehow, some sh- form. So you just wonder if everything is going to get in that they can actually stick the landing on this one too. What do you think, brother? I know you loved episode three, but overall, yeah. <laughs> I think Hawkeye more than anybody else needed the show because we've talked about how awful he has been. He's been a a, a forgotten part of the MCU. Everything, yeah, a redemption and, arc, mm-hmm. and and to put him in a <laughs> and you and in a way you couldn't have told his story. In the MCU, because you can't put world level stuff, you know, like you know, you know, reality ending stuff as his obstacle. And so, 
this is, I think it's wonderful to, to have, this is a great way to develop him mm-hmm. um, and, and potentially feed him back in to make him useful. But the other side of it too is, you know, I don't think Kate Bishop strictly qualifies under the Plessy versus Ferguson rules, but, <laughs> what? but what? in terms of a second generation character that's tried to have been pushed, yeah. um, you know, I don't know that she's got the traction um, within the comics, but this, I love this character. I'm fully it's behind this character. I can't wait to see where they go with this character. Mm-hmm. Perhaps this is the, the TV or the, or the movie or what. Anyway, so if it was a movie, it would be what we've seen in all the crossovers where you, mm-hmm. you show up in a, in a panel in the background, mm-hmm. maybe have some dialogue, but don't do maybe. anything. Right. But a TV show where we get to actually to give these characters a push, wrestling term, fuck you, Hulk Hogan. You, I love Kate Bishop now. I might right. go back and read some Kate Bishop comics. I, you yeah. know, I like the West Coast Avengers, but I just couldn't stick with it. This is to, the opportunity to get these characters over and then do something with them. That I'm a super excited about that. And the first thing that came to my mind as soon as she starts to resonate, there's an Ironheart show coming out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ironheart could be something more than a controversial comic book cover. Right. I mean, it, it, it seems like they, with other characters there, this might be a, you know, a, a, the champions that they could wind up doing or the young Avengers, which is, you know, with, uh, Miss Marvel, uh, mm-hmm. coming out as well. Like, I mean, it seems like that is something that, but again, girl power, but that, which is fine. The issue becomes, they've created a platform where they could tell those stories and not put it on like a big old film where people you try, you're going to make those types of movies and try to do it in two hours and it's not going to be able to do it justice. Yeah. And and also where there's an immediate metric of whether or not it succeeded, like the, the, the first weekend and the money that's mm-hmm. all going to reflect on the character, regardless of storytelling. Right. And even if I'm, I'm sure this is doing fine on Disney Plus. But even if it wasn't, it's going to persist. It's going to be a thing. It can sit with people, right. and people are, if you know, you know, if you if you watch this and you decide this sucks and it's not for you, that's perfectly fine. But this is the best version of everything they could have possibly done in in all this stuff, and they put it out there, and it's there for you if you want it. I'm going to keep it, but all of those Disney Plus shows that we've watched, WandaVision, uh, Captain America, and Bucky, but, but I haven't gone back and watched a minute of any of those mm. shows. I've gone back and watched this, like, each and one, because I know we were doing it for the show, but I watched it. I was like, oh, you know what? I, I watched this on my own. Hey, family, I think y'all might like this, because yeah. I think this is going to kind of hit on different levels with everybody in this house, and it does. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, everybody's watching like, oh, that was really good. When's, you know, my wife, have, when's the next one come on? I'm like, you got to wait till next Wednesday. Oh, okay. Has anybody tried to watch the stuff on Hulu again? The Daredevils and the Luke Cage? Is that Netflix. Ne- Netflix. Netflix, excuse me. No. 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 Or, or that definitely not that Punisher. But uh, yeah. This, the reason for that isn't necessarily because, like, at least Daredevil season one, it isn't because it's not good. It's just that I know how it ends. And the and they end, gave up on it. Yeah, and the end is not good. Like, oh, okay, I could, like it's like Game of Thrones. Like, you know what? If I just watched up to season seven, 
and like nothing. If I knew the other one didn't exist, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. That was great. Like, you know, I'm fine. But I know season eight is out there, you motherfuckers, and you fucked it up. Well, I know Daredevil season two is out there. I know the Defenders is out there, you motherfuckers. I know it. And I can't fuck with you because of it. Absolutely not. So, no, I haven't watched it. But we're going to wind up having to talk about it because Kingpin's going to show up in this show. But I also think they're, I think, even though they wouldn't want to admit this, they're learning the art of how to make a TV show Yeah, from these characters. From a superhero perspective. Yeah, because, you know, we, it's, it's not a six hour movie as much as they might want to think it is. And I actually think, yeah. And I actually think with Loki, like some of the criticisms of Loki was like, well, how did it end? What was the story? And I, mm-hmm. what I appreciate, appreciate about Loki is it set up what comes from here. Mm-hmm. And so I think there is a story within Hawkeye, but I hope it leaves us thinking about what comes next. I mean, this could just be a vehicle to just punt characters back into the MCU that are more effective. <laughs> yeah. that's, I, I like that. Yeah. That's but I don't, know that they're that, yeah. I don't know that that's necessarily useful. Mm. Um, well. So, yeah, so I, I imagine that we get Elena Belova is the, the link and then we go from there. But yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm, I'm about to go find some Kate Bishop comics because yes. I've yeah. sold. Yeah. I, I had a weird thought and we'll start to wrap this up here. I had a weird thought as I was getting ready for the show, literally taking like the garbage out. And I'm like, they're going to bring back, um, Black Widow. They're going to bring her back. And you know how they're going to do it? That's goddamn scroll at the bottom of that thing in Secret Wars. Yeah. They're going to bring her back in, in, um, in Secret Invasion. They're going to bring her back. I guarantee it. Well, they've, because, have, they've said now that Scarlet's got another Marvel or another Disney series or Marvel series. Oh, I don't know. But she's back in the family. They settled their dispute. So. And good for her. Good for her. Because they and did her dirt. Yeah, they did. That, and, but that's fine. She's going to wind up back in this thing. If he's back they're t- it intricately tied together, because this is going to do well enough to be like, hey, we're going to either make a Kate Bishop show or he's going to wind up in Secret Invasion. Like, I mean, because, I mean, remember, Secret Invasion kind of starts with, you know, hey, wait, that's a scroll? And I forget, in the comic books, it was Viper, or in the, t- the cartoon, it was Viper, but in the comic book, I can't remember who it was, but I think um, Spider Woman was a scroll, but I don't yeah. know. So, you know what we should do? We should probably read those and maybe do a. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before it comes out, for sure. All right. What the heck is that, Hutch? Uh, Roman Reigns? No, that's Keanu Reeves. It's Keanu oh. is Ghost Rider? Yeah. No, no. Yeah, he's been, he said, I saw an article. He said he was trying, he would like to get involved. Oh, he uh, will get involved. Oh, yeah, you got to get that money. Right, anyway. right. Well, he don't need okay. the money. But, well, but, they all uh, say that, but they well, wind up doing it anyway. He had, well, yeah, he, he making, he killing them wick movies. And uh, Lord, that, that major movie is going to be horrible, but yeah. Ask me how many minutes of John Wick I've seen. Both of y'all, zero, neither one of y'all seen, not zero, one minute. Zero. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oreo for Oreo. Uh, Oreo. Exactly. Not, a, not <laughs> literally, not one. That's the best yeah. trilogy that he or quite well, whatever the best three mm. movies he ever made in a series. Uh, but yeah, 
All right. So we're going to wrap this up. We'll be back after episode four, maybe five, six. Who knows? We might do the double. I don't really know. But, you know, uh, yeah, thumbs up for Hawkeye. Like, that, I'm good. Like, I have no problems with that. Uh, definitely thumbs up. Um, yeah. For the, again, halfway point through, like, all of these series that we've watched is definitely at the one that's kept it at a more probably consistent level. You know, what Falcon Winter Soldier was like, hey! <laughs> did it kind of like kind of cool down i think falcon was it was good it's just the end was just bleh. Bleh. yes he, he, he didn't he couldn't sell being captain america loki was like mm-hmm. man yeah. yeah exactly mm-hmm. and then wandavision was like yeah the end was like there's a white vision out there somewhere yeah we got a white we got we finally got the white vision out of it. Yeah. Brought him back to the fold. Yeah, everybody yeah. was waiting for that. Eked all the color out of him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And, right. but, and we got Photon. No, a- A.K.A. Captain, uh, A.K.A. Cap- real Captain Marvel, Marvel, A.K.A. The second, whatever. third Captain whatever. Marvel, fourth. Uh, fine as hell. That's but it is. And anyway, when's Mephisto going to show up in this? All right, that, that's the question for every one of these Marvel series. Where's, where's Mephisto? It's going to show up in every single one of them. Anyway. Somewhere. It's uh, not, he's, he's not coming in a Doctor Strange movie anytime, no, apparently, because no. Shumagorath is the next. Well, there's always there's rumor that he's part uh, in the Spider-Man movie, too, because everybody puts Mephisto in everything. Uh, yeah, anyway. And All that's right. the One More Day storyline. Mm, yes. Uh, yeah, wait. Yeah, All right. So we're going to wrap up here. Uh, remember, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, on the Google, uh, Google, wow, on the YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe, rate, uh, leave a review, all those types of things. I think we only picked up, I think, four new subscribers. So bit by bit, day by day. Uh, you know, we, 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 we should do the, too bad we can't do the 25 days of Brothers Comic or something. Yeah. <laughs> For, for the holiday, yeah, I understand. We're off lucky camera. to get two weeks back. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, Thanksgiving happened, so that's what really threw okay. us off. We were we were back on a regular schedule. That's There'll be it. something else next week. No, I think we're good. I think we're, that's my birthday. Mm. Eh, that'll be my birthday present to record. Anyway, all yeah. right. So as the producer, I'm signing off. Uh, Brother Beavis, go ahead and sign off. See y'all next time. Hutch, don't be fine. Ron, the movie coming soon to Disney. All right. We'll see everybody on the other side. Peace. Peace.